Hi guys, I know that I haven't been on in a while, but I have something to bring to you today. This is the 5th of August, 2021, and um, I have uh, had some thoughts last night and this morning that have led me to uh, a thing that I've, I've just got to read you because I'm not a news watcher, okay, but I don't need to be because even if you watch a single video on YouTube, they've got these ads, you know, you can tell what's going on uh, around you based on what's going on in your town or on social media or whatever. So, so because I've seen some of this in the last little bit, it's provoking some, some prayer <laughs> to God about what's going on. So there's two things that I think is super important that has been lost by and large. And I'm really talking especially to the church. I'm really floored by the amount of giving into all this stuff that the church has seemed to do. Um, I'm saddened. I am going to lie. I'm saddened by it. But there's two things that are important. Number one personal responsibility was always a thing without personal responsibility freedom is lost there is no one out there that knows better what you should do about any given thing on any given day besides you now the reason people don't like to take personal responsibility is because what if they end up wrong then they'll have to you know admit that they're wrong or that they failed or whatever. So we're, so we're petrified of making decisions for ourselves. So what do we do? We chalk it up to somebody else to do for us. Okay. And here's the second thing, intuition. We abandon our own intuition because somebody has found a way to use a narrative that convinces us against our own intuition. I know a lady that was uh, considering whether or not she should, you know, get the, uh, the, the needle. Okay. And she was getting a lot of pressure from family and whatever to go ahead with it. And she didn't feel right about it. Um, and so she's actually asking people in the store, their thoughts on it. Well, she already knew what she should do if she would have just paid attention to her own intuition. She didn't feel right about it. That's why she's running around trying to ask everybody's opinion because she's trying to get something besides the news narrative, which, you know, thankfully she was willing to look beyond what they said, you know, and, and look at the people around her and like, hey, what, are, what is your experience? That's great. If your intuition is telling you, and you <laughs> if you did get the jab, if you did not get the jab, own it. Stick with it. If you didn't feel right about doing it, don't do it. Um, so, so either way, take personal responsibility for your own safety, for your own health. Um, how, how we're eating, the nutrients we're putting in our bodies, all that kind of stuff. God has given us on this earth all the things that we need to keep our bodies alive Um, regardless of any plague or pandemic or whatever has ever come, um, the healthier people, the people that take care of themselves were the survivors. So 
if you have an intuition that maybe you should be a little bit healthier, well, do it. You know, we, we have to begin to, to trust our God-given intuition again and then take personal responsibility for our decisions. It is not up to anyone else to make sure that we are healthy. It's up to us. So um, last night I actually had a dream uh, about something. It looked like something like a trailer park and there was, you know, uh, some double wides and there was some single wides and, you know, but it was pretty full. And uh, this this un, unusual gust of wind came and I mean it started blowing and we're like wow that's weird for this time of year what is that and it kept getting stronger and stronger and stronger and it was blowing in the windows of this house that we were in and so we're telling the kids and everybody to get down in the basement because we just didn't know and when we looked out the windows around us then we saw as this wind got stronger and stronger all these other like single wide houses just just collapsing and some of the double wides like they were just being flattened literally just being flattened in front of us and we felt the house shift and creak ourselves and we're going oh lord you know help us we don't even know what's happening what this wind is but look at these places that are being crushed by this wind you know have mercy on us and uh that was the end of the dream our our house stood our house stood. When I woke up this morning, I felt like that that's very much where I'm at um, inside. Like I feel like people are just, they're just falling for it. They're just, they're just collapsing. Their, their houses are too weak and too frailly built to withstand against these lies and these narratives and these things that are coming down the pike through ads and everything else. Haven't we had enough? Haven't we had enough? This was supposed to be two weeks of mask wearing. We have businesses that have gone down. We have the most unusual unemployment crisis we've ever had. We have them changing their mind all the time. CDC admitting this and then that and then the numbers are all over the place. Google is a mess. You can type in almost anything and get Google to say what you want it to say or what you don't want it to say. I mean, this is craziness, okay? There's so much um, deception, straight up. It's just lies. Now, the only way we can see for sure that it's lies is to know the truth. So here it is, the 5th of August, and I'm going to read you the 5th Psalm. This is awesome, you guys. Okay, David says, Lord, hear me as I pray. Pay attention to my groaning. I, I woke up feeling like I just needed to groan to God because does he see this? Does he, what is this mess, you know? <clears throat> Listen to my cry for help, my King and my God, for I pray to no one but you. Listen to my voice in the morning, Lord. Each morning I bring my request to you and wait expectantly. This is beautiful, okay? We get to wait expectantly, not just wait and hope. No, wait expectantly for God to show up in a mighty way and that our house is strong enough to withstand um, all these things. It's like It's like the Passover, you know, being covered in the blood. We have to make sure that we are 
close enough to him so we can trust our intuition and so that we have the courage to take personal responsibility. So we're like, how does God feel about all this? All these lies, all this narrative, this stuff that's unbelievable. It says, oh God, you take no pleasure in wickedness and you cannot tolerate the sins of the wicked. Therefore, the proud may not stand in your presence for you hate all who do evil. You will destroy those who tell lies. The Lord detests murderers and deceivers. We are dealing with murderers, guys. They are deceiving us so that we will surrender our lives <laughs> to their agenda. Now, you can call me a conspiracy theorist all you want. I am not afraid of a title. I also am not going to take that on myself as being true because conspiracy theory and actual conspiracy exposed are two different things. Unfortunately, in history, it's usually been hindsight that we saw that the conspiracy theorists were actually just exposing truth conspiracy. Anyways, moving on. Because of your unfailing love, I can enter your house and I will worship your temple with the deepest awe. Where is our sense of awe about God? He is amazing. We should tremble in fear of his power and yet not the kind not because we're afraid he's going to come get us no we should know that his blood has covered us and that he is just awesome enough to cover our sins but he is fearful in the fact that when you're messing with him when you're messing with the lord i mean sodom and gomorrah happened okay i wouldn't want to mess with the lord just saying Lead me in the right path, O Lord, or my enemies will conquer me. Make your way plain for me to follow. If he doesn't lead us in the right path, if we are not willing to follow his leading, his intuition, what he's telling us through the Holy Spirit, then our enemies will conquer us. Okay? These enemies are real. Okay? Anybody... Anybody that doesn't think we're in a war yet, let me give you a little, a little FYI on that. Wars are not always announced and obvious. Part of the strategy of war is to keep it under wraps that there's one going on. Okay? This war happens to be one of those. Now, some people are completely aware we're in a war, and other people seem completely oblivious. So, let's go ahead and face the reality that we are, in fact, in a war. It is a desperate war, and it's getting worse all the time with the lies. So listen to this. My enemies cannot speak a truthful word. Their deepest desire is to destroy others. Their talk is foul like the stench from an open grave. Okay, so I'm seeing these ads on um, YouTube of these like teenage kids with masks on their face encouraging other kids their age to go ahead and give <laughs> get the needle. They're saying, we want our freedom back, blah, blah, blah. If they got the needle themselves, why do they have the masks on? And why don't they have their freedom back? Okay, so you could say, well, you know, they're waiting for everybody else to do it. Okay, fine. Fine. So, then why is it? Okay, if the vaccine works, why is it that we need everybody to get it? If you've gotten the vaccine, and you should consider yourself safe, right? If we can believe this narrative. But instead, the people who have gotten the vaccination are feeling more physically ill than anybody who has not. So these kids are saying, you know, let, let's get our freedom back, whatever. Well, 
everybody should know by now that now they want to put out this federal mask mandate again, even for vaccinated people or whatever. They admitted being irritated with states for lifting the, the mask mandate because they're like, now we can't tell who's vaccinated and who's not because they want to they want to separate us and they want to pinpoint the people who are who are walking in personal responsibility and their own intuition about their safety and their health. And they and they want to come after us. And I'm I'm sick of that. So I'm going, God, what are you what are you doing? And so David is, you know, in a place much like this way back when, and he says their tongues are filled with flattery. Okay, what is CNN and all these places telling us? They're telling us it's for our good, for the better of the community. You know, people will look at you better when you've done the right thing for society. I am sorry, but that is flattery and it's bull. It is complete lies, like the stench from an open grave. It is lies. They are plotting to take our lives and at least to take over our brains, which in some ways taking our lives could be the less of the two evils. But anyways, David says, God, declare them guilty. This is the time for that, the exposure of this. Let them be caught in their own traps. Drive them away because of their many sins, because they have rebelled against you. So this is David's prayer. Uh, I mean, don't shoot the messenger, guys. David was brutal about his enemies. We need to stand up and realize that this is what we're actually dealing with. As long as we keep denying that there's even an enemy, much less that they're lying to us or that we're in a war or anything else. I mean, David didn't deny it. He, He knew when he was being chased down. He knew when he needed God to intervene. He knew when he was helpless against it, unless God led him in the right way. So that every no, every single day he would know what decisions to make that, that would keep him from being conquered by his enemies. He knew that that was not God's will. So he is actually calling down God's judgment on these people to the point where they get caught in their own traps, okay? But in verse 11, he says, let all who take refuge in you rejoice. Okay, if you're afraid... You don't know God very well. Refuge, safety, a place to not worry. I'm not talking about not feeling some fear here and there, but I'm talking about making decisions out of fear. We either trust God or we don't. I mean, people walk around churches, oh, I'm just trusting God. Are you? Are you really trusting him with your life? Like if you had to uh, jump out of a, a window of a burning building, but you couldn't see that God was there to catch you because the smoke is so thick, but he's calling to you saying, go ahead and jump. I'll get you. Do we trust him like that? Or or would we rather stay in the illusion of the safety of the building that's actually on fire and going to destroy us? Come on now. So let all who take refuge in you rejoice. Let them sing your joyful praises forever. So we're supposed to be in a place of joyful. We got this war going on, these enemies. Yes. Joyful praises. That's what Paul and Silas did in the jail. They sang. Spread your protection over them, that all who love your name may be filled with joy. So it's asking for the protection. It's acknowledging the people who are, are loving him and following what he's telling us to do. 
He said, for you, bless the godly, O Lord. You surround them with your shield of love. This is why we don't have to be afraid, guys. Haven't we had enough? Let's trust the God-given intuition that we have. Let's take personal responsibility for our health and our well-being and our conduct. And let's not allow our enemies to conquer us. God is showing us what to do, okay? We know what to do. We need to start doing it and stop living in fear. Human tempts after me not being on here for a while, but man, this stuff is real. This is the world we live in, guys. Things has changed. It is time to get more real than we've ever known to get before. I'm going to have, I'm going to put a little more of a deeper dive on the, uh, personal responsibility things, see what that looks like in, in our everyday practical lives. For those of us who have been spared, you know, major trauma right now, we still have a lot of things in our lives that we really need God's guidance on. So I can't wait to bring more to you and I hope everyone's doing well and I hope you can see the truth. Thanks.